Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. I believe you are all doing well. Shalom, 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 shalom. Glory to Jesus. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. I believe you are all doing well by the grace of God. Glory to Jesus. Wow. I thank God for your lives, people of God. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well. Miss B, how are you? God bless you. God bless you. Patience, I'm also doing well by the special grace of God. Glory to Jesus. So for Mami Becklin, God bless you. God bless you. I'm doing very well by the special. Amazing. Glory to Jesus. Wow. Miss B said, I have a testimony. Big one. Amazing. 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 Glory to Jesus. So, Miss B, are you going to call in or you just text it? Any of them? Any of them? Any of them? Wow. Jesus. Okay. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, good evening. I'm good. I'm doing well by God's grace. Oh, what has the Lord done? Testify, testify. 
So, Papa, you remember I came to testify about getting a job in a hospital. And now, like, I don't know what's going Mm. on. Just since last Wednesday till Mm. today, I've got 12 job proposals. I'm like, God, which one do I go for? (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I'm so confused. I don't even know what to do. So I'm sitting here saying, God, should I quit? Should I pause school for a while? Because I'm in school to doing my bachelor's. I'm like, should I pause school and go make some money? Or I should continue? I'm just all over the place. I'm so grateful. Wow, to God. glory to Jesus. We pray that the, the glory of God will increase over your life. The favor of God will be strong over your life. May the Lord give you things you have not even worked for. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye. Wow. <laughs> hey. 12 job opportunities, 12. Somebody got like 5 or 6 in Ghana. <laughs> With just right after the 3 days fasting and prayers. About 5 or 6 job opportunities. Straightforward. Are you just watching like that? There's another testimony. I think the person didn't want to share it on port bean. So the person sent it to me via voice note. And I actually listened to it. Amazing. Hey. People of God, the Lord is in our midst. So this young lady in the United States of America was working at a place. And they brought a new director. And when the new director came, the new director didn't like the lady. For no reason. And because of the pressure that the new director was putting on her, she made a mistake at the workplace. And the new director said they are giving her up to 45 days. So she's just working for 45 days and they are going to expel her from the place. It's unity totally. So I was there when she called me and she said, man of God, this is the situation. I don't know what to do now. I said, don't be worried. The Lord will give you favor. She called me and said, man of God, that is the case. The new director has given me 45 days to work. And after the 45 days, I'm going to be expelled from the workplace. And I said, don't be worried. The Lord God Almighty is going to give you victory. Child of God. When the 40, 45th day came, something strange happened. That 45th day that she was supposed to go to work for the last, that was the day the main boss of the job expelled the new director. <laughs> hey! Hey! That was the same day they expelled the new director and when he left, the main boss of the, of the workplace called her and said, right now I'm going to put everything in your hands. Any new person that comes here, you are the one going to teach the new person how to do... I was like, huh? <laughs> My God. Hey. 
people of God, the Lord is working in our midst. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this can only be God. This can only be God. What? You see, some of the testimonies that come here, in fact, and after sending me the voice note, what she said later was that she did not even believe in prophecy until she entered this platform. She did not believe in prophecy. You know, people, those who have stayed in the U.S. for a long time, sometimes they think like the white people, you know. They think we use psychology to talk to people. She joined, no, God started handling some matters. And look at what the Lord is doing. Which <laughs> just said they think they are in heaven. <laughs> As I'm talking to you, anytime she may, when she's trying to enter lunch prayer fire and it's full, she wants to die. She just wants to die. Somebody that did not believe in prophecy. As she says, since I joined this platform my prayer life has changed ah! if you don't this team lunch prayer fire priesthood time and your prayer life doesn't change then if you are not a witch then your somewhere is long um, i didn't mention anything <laughs> hey! That you are part of lunch, prayer, fire, priesthood time. And you can't pray. Hey! Then you are a witch. If you are not a witch, add the rest. Hey, <laughs> me, I will see. I will see, What's up, I will see. look at what the Lord is doing in our midst. You see, upon all these things, you still get people that will say, hey, it is psychology. Can psychology work this testimony? This kind of testimony, which psychology will work it? Yeah. There is God in this house. There is God. There is God in this house. That is why I keep saying that. Anytime you hear the man of God say, The Lord said, I beg you. And believe. I beg. I'm telling you. Once you hear the man of God saying, God said, I beg. Just believe. Believe it that it is the word that God has said. Not the man. Forget about the man and believe in the God that has spoken. Very, very important. This year is our year of faith and obedience. Once you believe in the word of God and you obey his word, you will see, you will see strange testimonies. I'm telling you. You know, from last year, um, September downwards to this time, we have heard of amazing testimonies that some of you, when you hear them, you, you'll be like, oh no, this one day is not true. I'm telling you, we have heard of testimonies that God has shocked. 
that some of the testimonies when I heard myself, I said, God, <laughs> I believe you for this one, but you remember we, we all prayed for examination glory. Somebody failed. The person had an F. You know, where they school, they have F. Nurses training college, the person had an F. And the day we prayed for academic excellence, it was on Friday. By Monday, she went to check her portal. The F had changed to A. How, how many of us remember that testimony? How many of us remember that testimony? Just look at that. I'm not the one that entered the portal. Me, I am me. Maybe at that time, I was eating gobe somewhere. There is a God that we save. We save a God. I'm telling you. We have heard of amazing testimonies on this platform, people of God. How God canceled debts. You, you, let's forget about the prophetic. Let's forget about the teachings. Let's forget about the instant miracle money and the, you know, dead watches that moved. Let's forget about all those things. And just listen to the aftermath effect of our prayers. Then you have to know that God is a, is a prayer answering God. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter how long your testimony has taken. God will release it. In the name of Jesus. Sandy, are you also working on? Okay, you're still working on your. Um, licensing exam, don't be worried. The God of lunch prayer fire, the God of priesthood time, will arise and grant you great victory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. There is God in this house. There is God in this house. There is God in this house. Seriously. Let's believe God. Let's believe whatever he says. And just obey what he has said. With our eyes we shall see amazing things. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I pray that the anointing of the Lord on this altar will speak for everybody listening to me. You are also going to receive your miracle testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a, an uncle, a certain auntie, a friend, a sibling outside the country that must come for you and things have become some way. The Lord will speak for you. They will never be happy until they, they arrange your traveling documents. In the name of Jesus. Sure. 
I remember, I think some time ago, there was a young lady that came here, Nanama, and we prayed for her. And she, she actually, the, the word of prophecy that came to her was about health conditions that they wanted to attack her with because of a traveling door that must open for her. And she even confirmed that she, she paralyzed for like three weeks or two weeks or so. I don't know whether some of you remember the word of prophecy. I think it was last three weeks or a month ago or so. She said she was paralyzed for like two weeks or so. And we prayed for her. And by the special grace of God, she was able to walk. And after that, she was the one that was giving plenty testimonies the other time. She had six job offers. And after the three days fasting and prayer, her auntie in Australia that had forgotten about them, called her. I shared that testimony too on the WhatsApp page. Her auntie, for years on fuel, she called and said, I, I want to come and take you to Australia. I have a friend in the US. I'm going to give his contact to you. You call him, he'll work things out for you and you'll come and join me. This is what the law said. Just look at that. There is God on this mountain, people of God. There is God on this mountain and he works. He works. He works. Believe. Believe. I'm telling you. One of our, our mothers here also shared a testimony that I think when she, the first time she joined Lunch Prayer Fire, a word came that one of her children, the enemy is planning to take the child's life, that I saw three children and I saw a coffin and she said she has four and I said that the four children the enemy is trying to take one's life so that's why I saw the three and the coffin was there and we prayed she said the very next day one of her children was attacked with asthma seven, seven to eight doctors were on her And we, by the special grace of God, the child that they said they were going to admit her for months, after three hours or two hours, the child was back on her feet and they brought her back to the house. Just look at that. So what the enemy was planning to do the next day, God opened up the realm of the spirit for us to see, to work on it and to stop it. And it manifested. Look at that. Just look at that. You see, I want you to know, listen, child of God, there are a whole lot of people going about, you see, Mamiyamwa Kwan said, that's my daughter, that's her daughter. There are a lot of people going about spoiling the name of men of God and saying a lot of things. Listen to me. Don't give ears to these things. Believe in your God. That is the most important thing you are supposed to do. Believe in your God. He works. Just believe. Listen to me. If you go to any place, believing God for a touch, and you don't see anything and you want to move, you can move quietly. 
Don't let anybody spoil your mind about any place for you to live. Because there are a lot of agents of the enemy assigned to make sure you don't receive your testimony at the best place God has assigned for you. So in every church where God will send you to go and receive a particular dimension of his grace, you will surely meet somebody that will speak evil about their pastor. So that you will not like the pastor and you will leave. In every church. We have it in every church. Don't be a victim of these things. Okay? If you will leave a church, it should be based on a revelation that God has given you or God has convicted you in your heart to leave. Don't go by hearsay that people said this, this, this will have left. No, 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 no. If that happens, you will not be counted as a wise person in God's kingdom. I'm telling you. Listen to these things. They will help you. It is the Lord that is working here on this mountain. Believe. Believe God. Eh? I've always realized this. There are people when they come to... Some people have never even received prophecy before. But their testimonies are weightier than those that have received testimonies. You see how the Lord works? During Mega One Word from the Lord, the Lord spoke of an accident that was going to happen to one of our dear sister's father. And God actually spoke about the exact junction and how the car is going to crash with another car. And the very next day, the same junction, the same... Can this one be psychology? What kind of psychology can go to that extent? I think I want I want that psychology song. That God will make mention of the place, this junction, and this is what will happen. And it happened the very next day. Their plan was to take the man's life. But God delivered the man from death. But for all of us to see that the deliverance of God was at work. Something had to happen to the car. At least the man's life was what the enemy was after, not the car. But God saved the man's life. Look at that. The daughter is here saying after the accident, he hasn't even complained of any pain. Mom has been asking him every day if he is okay. Just look at that. Just look at this. People of God, there is God here. God is on this mountain, I'm telling you. God is on this mountain. And he's doing amazing things for us. Believe with your heart strongly that the God of lunch prayer fire, the God of priesthood time, is working for you. The God of mega one word from the Lord. That God is alive. Hallelujah. Your testimony is coming. Your testimony is coming. Uh, the same way that new director was fired. Anybody trying to hijack your joy. 
anybody trying to make sure you suffer in this life, I expel them from your life in the name of Jesus. Some of you, the way you are going to marry, you will be shocked. There's a testimony hanging. It, it is just left with 1% for you to be completed. I will come and testify. <laughs> if I, sometimes the way God manifests prophecy so quickly in the lives of certain people, I get shocked. I know that there are a lot of people whose heart, because you see, my dear, people are struggling. I'm telling you, people are struggling. And when they get the chance for God to speak into their lives, they don't, they don't joke with that word. They will do everything to see the reality of it. I'm telling you. Some men have taken advantage of certain ladies. The lady just entered this platform. God said, he's going to open a door of marriage for you. Just be this and be this and be careful of this. You think that lady will not be serious? of God. Just this month, one of our sisters is actually going to get married. And the Lord actually spoke to her by word of prophecy. And it has manifested. Just this month. Just this month, yeah. By the special grace of God, I'm going to chop my jaw off. And it will be a blessing to, you know. Yeah. At least... We'll give God's glory to him, but the jollof is for me. It's not for God. God doesn't eat jollof. <laughs> Don't be worried at all. Miss B, I'll get it for you. Hey, you are next in line for a glorious marriage. Let me tell you, there are a lot of voices speaking to you. You have slept with plenty, guys. You have slept with married men. You think God is like that will open another door of marriage for you. Don't forget about those voices. Forget. Forget there is God that can cover all your past with his blood and open a new chapter for you as if you never stepped on any negative thing. That God is the one we serve. That is why he does not uncover your wrongs. What he wants to do for your heart to love him is his focus. I'm telling you. Because if God was focusing on the things we have all done to deal with us, and can we all not become men of God? And can we all be standing saying God said, you, you are saying God, you know that God that you want to say God said, but by grace, by grace, by grace, child of God, that is why you are not supposed to feel so, you know, some of you just because of one wrong thing you did, that you have already repented, still voices of guilt and accusation are always running through your mind. When you are close to a certain breakthrough, the enemy will shift your focus to your past. Then you will use that to imprison your future. I stand in the oil of God tonight. 
and I declare any wrong thing you have done in the past that the enemy is trying to capitalize on to steal the glory of your future by the power of the mighty God I break its power over your life in the name of Jesus you will walk into your future with your chest out because the Lord has already prepared your future in the mighty name of Jesus no demon, no witch can get you stuck in life because of your past in the name of Jesus anybody here under the sound of my voice who is still under the influence of witchcraft who is still under the influence of marine spirits who is still under the influence of demonic beings as a result of wrong things you did in the past i don't know whether you slept with a married man i don't know what you did whether you slept with your pastor i don't know what you have done but by divine grace i speak to your soul come out of that prison in the name of jesus you are free your dreams will change from today you will not see people chasing you again I fire an arrow of strength into your soul. May your soul burn with unquenchable fire. In the name of Jesus, when they try to torment you in dream, let the angel of the Lord slap them. Listen to me. I'm telling you straightforward. If you try to sit down and still think of your past, you have a problem with God. Because God has cleared the way for you. You are not supposed to have any issue with the past. Hmm? By the grace of God, the only thing we say is, we move. We move. Oh, we move. We move. <laughs> My God. Forget about the past. The blood of Jesus has washed you. Anything that is on you, like sickness, like distraction that came as a result of any wrong thing you did, because God has taken away that evil thing in the past, let that thing also lose its hold in Jesus' name. So you lost huge sums of money and we can trace this actually to a certain wrong thing you did in the past. I pray for you this night that whatever thing you have lost as a result of something you did negatively, let God bring it back into your hands in the name of Jesus. The devil is a foolish guy. He takes advantage of memories, negative memories to destroy destinies. I'm telling you. He takes advantage of negative memories that is why let me be very plain with you anybody who cannot forget the negative the negativity of the past the enemy can hire you for a work i'm telling you because if you have done something wrong and you cannot forget about the past it will be very difficult for you to forgive another person that will wrong you have you seen that And anytime you are having a heart of unforgiveness, you are the best person Satan can hire for a work. I'm telling you, this thing I want everybody to know. 
once the unforgiveness is destroying you, the enemy can use that for you to do a lot of evil. It is out of unforgiveness that revenge will start. I'm telling you. Because if you are forgiving from your heart, nothing like revenge will even cross your mind. But you want to do it to the lady son because of what he did, it means you have not yet forgiven. But I pray for everybody listening to me that the Lord will grant you the love to forgive in the name of the Lord Jesus. Before you can forgive others, the first thing is forgive yourself. And before you can forgive yourself, you have to first disconnect yourself from memories of the past. For the Lord has cleansed you with his blood. He has washed you clean. Therefore, when that kind of thought comes to your mind, anytime that pictures of the memories of the past drops in your mind, what you do is you stand and you say, I plead the blood. I shut you up evil memories by the superior blood of Jesus. I am washed by the blood. I am washed by the blood. I walk in newness. I move in glory. I move in glory. I move in glory. And the more you keep saying these things, the more you begin to lose the stronghold of these evil things. And the moment you, you, you keep losing those chains, it will reflect in your dreams. You will realize that your dreams are no longer attacks anymore. You realize that you can sleep and when you, you can sleep for two minutes and open your eyes and it will look like you have slept for 50 hours. Yes. May the Lord deliver you from any bondage in your mind in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Any negative thing you did in the past that some of you here listening to me maybe due to, you know, waywardness, you aborted babies, uh, you did negative things, you did a whole lot. Listen to me. The Lord is here to let you know that by His blood you are cleansed. Right now that you are under His feet, oh, a new door has been opened. I'm telling you. Your marriage will be blessed even more than people that did not abort. I'm telling you. The only remedy to your situation is the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you. Oh, with my eyes, I've seen people that were prostitutes that have glorious marriages than virgins that got married. Eh? Virgins are divorcing. Once people that have been prostitutes for 25 years are getting better marriages. Master, it is about what God says, not about your virginity. I'm not saying if you're a virgin, go and destroy your virginity. That's not what I'm saying. If you are here and you're a virgin, you want to go and destroy your virginity. By the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus.
Alright, child of God, I want you to know this evening that every human being created and formed by God who has been brought on this earth has an assignment to fulfill. Are you following? And that assignment God has given you is the reason why he gave you life to be on this earth. So, your life is as good as the assignment God gave to it. So, if you are on this earth living, eating, drinking, without fulfilling your destiny or your assignment, that life you are actually living is not called life. You are actually dead before God. And you are wasting away. That is what you have to understand. There is nothing too hard than trying to fulfill destiny. There is nothing too hard in any man's life than the man trying to fulfill destiny. Very hard. Because the kind of oppositions that will be against it alone will come from every side. And the first opposition that will come against your destiny is from your own family. Hmm. Can you all hear me, please? Good. A lot of oppositions actually will be against your destiny. And I said, the first place of opposition would actually be from your own family. Your own family. That is why the moment you believe in the Lord Jesus, the Lord will activate your soul. And when your soul is activated by God, you would now know where to take step at every point in time. Because your soul in itself, your soul must be set on fire. Your soul must be set on fire. Without your soul on fire, can I say something? Good. When you look at every man, God actually combined all the four elements in creation to form man. God combined all the four elements in creation to form man. So, we have four elements. We have fire, we have earth, we have air, and we have water. Now, the spirit of man actually is the air dimension. The spirit of man is the air dimension. The soul of man is the fire dimension. 
the body of man is the earth dimension and the body also is made up of 70% water. So you see, man actually is a combination of the four elementals in the creation of God. Now, one of the things you have to understand is that the soul dimension, that is what I want to talk about this evening, the soul dimension of man is the fire dimension. That is why everything the soul is connected to is actually fire. Now, the word of God said that the life of the soul is in the blood. The life of the soul is in the blood. I'm sitting here. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So the word of God said the life of the soul is in the blood. So one of the things you have to understand is that the soul is connected to the blood. And if the soul is connected to the blood, then you have to put this at the back of your mind. That is the reason why they actually called the blood in chi muja because blood when you connect it to the soul in its very very core understanding it is actually made up of fire this is to let you know and understand that as a man is walking about on this earth, he's actually a combination of many dimensions. Now, spiritual growth, spiritual growth actually lies in your soul. And how your soul begins to lift itself from various dimensions to higher dimensions. I want to make the spirit realm a little bit simple. So that we all can understand. Are you following? 
good. So now, you have heard a lot, the spiritual realm, the spiritual realm, the spirit realm, the spirit realm. What is the spirit realm? It is not far away. You don't take a car before you go there. The spiritual realm is not in the clouds that you go ah, physically and then you appear there. No. If I want to take time to explain this, you have to be a science student because I can't talk much more in explaining spiritual dimensions without talking about science. Because to give you Science is the only physical thing that tries to explain spiritual things. Are you following? So you see, when the Lord started opening my eyes on a lot of things, that was when I understood the reason why we even did um, refraction index, the glass prism, and all those kind of things. Physics. You study something, you say, oh, the rainbow the spectrum, this and that and that and that. We thought we were, they were just wasting our time. When God started opening my eyes on this, I'm telling you, there is nothing inside that is a waste of time. If you don't understand, you don't understand. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's nothing there. You see, let me explain. Those of you who don't like science, dear, ah, make a incredible because they open accounts, economics, government, French, you know, control, control, go, commerce, avail, among 18 over 20. You don't understand life. You think life is all about getting good marks? You don't know. If you want to understand life, you have to be a scientist. I'm telling you the truth. If you want to understand the, the core, of life you have to be a scientist I'm not saying being a business person is oh Jesus was everything at the same time but do you know something science because economics is a science the word science actually in its purest meaning is knowledge knowledge we always say god is omniscience where others will say omniscience it is actually the word science and it means god is all knowing so that word science actually means knowing which is knowledge but you see don't quickly reject science because science is actually trying to bring meaning to certain things some of you you just chop gobe you don't know what happens inside you that's why when the doctor tells you don't eat this for two weeks you get angry doctor what, what are you saying huh i shouldn't eat gobe for two don't you know i will die gobe gobe you don't know Someone said, I even ate some this evening. My God. Oh, 
Are you with me? Good. So you see, sometimes don't force yourself, but try to get understanding to things. Else you will live in this world thinking you know when you are very, very, very poor in knowledge. You will not know everything. You can't know everything. But try as much as you can to know things from God's perspective about the universe. That is when you will know that this world is not just flat like you see. Some of you, the only place you have been to is from your house to school. You don't know anywhere again. But most of them are not there. You see, he told you, oh, this has happened in the U.S. Oh, oh nothing can happen, nothing. You have not been to Obwasekra um, before. You don't know anywhere. You are talking about U.S. matters. Take your time. Take your time. What You see people commenting about things they don't even know. You just, you just read, this, this has done this. Then you start talking. You don't know anything you are talking. What are you saying? What are you saying? And Africans are like that. They told us, if you want to hide something from an African, put it in a book. We will never open it. We will, watch, we will rather watch TV than to open a book to... Oh, we're the African. That's why, that's why we don't want to think. Africans don't want to think. And it's sometimes very funny. We think we are strong. So everything, you have to do it with your strength. My dear, I'm telling you. People, these people will sit down and think uh, and they will bring washing machine. Once I acquired your phone, a tall washing machine. So what were you expecting? That all the jeans, jeans now, no, now you will let us You washing it, you don't see that means you are hard working. Oh no. You are getting lost. I'm telling you. You are getting lost. The way the world is pushing itself, a time will come. You can't, you can't hold pistol and mortar again to pound fufu. I'm telling you, you can't hold it. Even right now, crampole, things are changing. Because every house, even compound house, they are doing tiles. One of my own father drew me in the tiles and someone the pine. So you see, if you are used to the old system, eh, a time will come. You will find it very difficult to live in this world. You have to die and leave the world for those that will. <laughs> you don't know. Are you following? I want you to understand this. Child of God. Do you know that the fact that you have bought a car today 
does not mean it will still be strong till next three years. Do you know? You have bought a car today, brand new car from Benz, brand new tear rubber. When they bring the car to you, my dear, some things must actually enter into the car before the car can move. And even when the car is moving, for you to continue to use the car for years, you have to go to the maintenance to, to service things. Sometimes go and check whether the engine is still strong. This and this and this and this and that. By doing that kind of thing, you are actually building your car in a healthy way. Sometimes when you want to go for a long journey, go to where they work on the cars and let them check things for you. Whether you can be able to go, you know. But many of us don't do that. This is actually the matter of our souls. The fact that Jesus bought you with his precious blood from the slavery of the enemy does not mean you are pure and you are forever clean to fulfill what God has purposed for you. Our souls being bought from the hands of the enemy is like a brand new car that has been bought. It is for a work. Buying the car does not mean we are done. You will drive. You will put in oil. You will put in fuel. You will put in water. You will check things. You have to take it to where you are going. At every point in time, you will wash it. You will do it. That is how your soul is. That is how your soul is. The day you forget to put water in the car, the day you forget to put to change your oil, you begin to harm the engine and destroy your car. We have all seen it before when we're in cars where, you know, there was overheat. They opened the bonnet and boom. We have all seen these things before. Some of your own cars. By the time we realize smoke is coming out of the car. That is what we do to our souls. I want you to know this. What a car needs is not only fuel. Do you know that? This is to let you know that your soul does not need only one thing. Your soul is on a mission. Your soul has an assignment, just as a car has an assignment. The day you got saved, the reason why you did not go straight to heaven is because you have an assignment to fulfill on this earth. 
the day you bought the car, you didn't throw it away. Because you have the reason for which you bought that car. So Jesus has a reason for which he bought your soul at a ransom from the hands of the enemy. That assignment is what you are supposed to focus on to fulfill. And I told you that every God-given assignment will have a lot of opposers. There are those that will oppose. The enemy will find ways and means to stop you from fulfilling your assignment. Because the day you fulfill your assignment, Kim, your life has glorified God to its fullest. And it is a big blow to the kingdom of darkness that God will be given the glory. That is why I want you to know this. Listen to me very carefully. Listen here. Going to heaven does not change anything on the side of the enemy. I want you to know this. Going to heaven is not the devil's issue. The devil is not stopping you from going to heaven. He's actually stopping you from fulfilling your assignment on the earth. Heaven's matter is in the hands of God. God lifts men to heaven by his own rule. But fulfilling an assignment on the earth, where we came to meet the devil here on this earth, he will fight us. Because the reason why we are fulfilling that assignment is to take the earth and give the earth to God as a glory. But the devil too wants to take over the earth. So we are fighting over. That is why one of the dangerous fights you can ever see even among people, is the fight for land. As I say, we have all seen those kind of things before. Land guards, they can cut off your head. It is a dangerous thing. I'm telling you, you have to understand these things. Though. And those those ones that are not Christians, when we want to take their land, they can kill you. We all know our own family people. The land was your father left the land for your elder brother, but your your father's brother said no, you can't come and take the land. They, they, they can take your elder brother to do and kill him because of the land. As if they will carry the land to the to the realm of the dead when they die. You see, the way people live their lives on this earth, eh, they don't think of death. Oh. They don't. That is why we don't use death to let people get born again. That, that preaching, stop. If you are an evangelist here and you keep preaching that, stop. That is not the gospel. That in this world, everybody will die. Oh. When you die, God is going to judge you. You have to be very careful with what you do in this world. It sounds good, but it is not the gospel. <laughs> you don't know. It sounds good. And you know, there are a lot of people, when they hear this, they say, ah, you are preaching God's word. That is pure, unadulterated word of God. Look at that one too. Are you on with me? 
so you see your soul must grow for the car to work perfectly at all times you have to put in oil you have to put in fuel you have to put in water you have to wash it you have to do you know check the battery do everything And even when you drive the car to a point, the car can even get tired after maybe 10 years. And when you, no matter what you do to it, it will not even work like normal again. Haven't you seen that? It can even, like, you know, misbehave to a point where it can break down. You can do anything. It won't start again. That is when we say a man has fulfilled his destiny. So you see, child of God, you have to put this at the back of your mind, that if you starve your soul from what it needs, the devil can attack. That many of us, the reason why the enemy attacks us and it works is because we are neglecting what our soul must feed on. Because when we feed our souls, our souls become strong to fight against the enemy. That many of you, your souls are very weak. Very, very weak. Very, very weak. You don't study the word of God. You don't fast. You don't pray. Your heart is full of selfishness. You are chasing after material things. When we tell you to fast, hey, man of God, we just finished fasting three days and you want us to fast again. Man of God, man of God, me, I'm tired. Am I the only person going to heaven? Look at you. The following week now, we'll hear that, oh, your mother went to this place and she did not come back. You call the pastor right now. You call the pastor right now. Man of God, I don't know. God has disappointed me. You, your head top. Nice. I'm very nice. Your head top. Pray you won't pray. When something negative happens to you, you are not coming to say, God, God has disappointed you. Hmm. Are you listening? To, many people don't want to hear these things. Oh. <laughs> My daughter, many people don't want to hear these things. They are always look, they are just their ears are open to good, 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 good things. They just don't want to take responsibility for anything. They just don't want to. Men, you, you see, we love to shift blame from ourselves to others. Why are they not sorry? You see, when I want Bob Glass, you are talking in our pie. 
So because say, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Maybe I'm going to buy a new one. Bridging her. Nell swine, nell swine, or cannel swape, as of a baby, the other question. Nell swayma, me frow sans a glassy befriha, one befasum, was shifty every new sissy at a comaima. The more you do this, eh, you, you might not see a lot of fruitfulness in your life, I'm telling you. Can I say something to you? Okay? Take responsibility for things. One of the secrets that I want you to know is this. Even in the court of heaven, when you do something wrong, Satan can bring you to the place of the court of heaven and accuse you to God. Hmm? Maybe you did something wrong. You stole somebody's phone. And Satan brought you to the court of heaven and said, God, you call this your son. Look at what he did. That is not the place you are going to say, God, I wanted, I don't know, but and I, I was not having any, any money to buy food. And I was about dying. I didn't know what to do. So I just had to do, I just had to do this. Listen, don't defend yourself. If it is the wrong thing you have done, it is wrong. Take the blame and just stand before God and say, God, indeed, I took it. I took the phone. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Blood of Jesus, speak for me. Never ever in your life say you did not do what you have, you have done. If they will kill you, let them kill you. It is good. You see, some people, some people are angry right now. They can't even type. They can't type. Man, man of God, I see. Would you say what? Hey, my God, my God. No, God, what are you trying to say? <laughs> Let your soul be strong, my dear. Let your soul be strong. What are you watching with your eyes? What movie are you watching? What song are you listening to? What book are you reading? Some of you, when we enter your rooms, the magazines on your center tables, naked women, naked men with biceps and triceps. You are reading. What are you reading? What are you reading? You are bringing impurities into your soul. It is like filling the, the tank of a car with kerosene when it's supposed to be petrol. You are, you, are, you, are, you are breaking down the engine. It will not be able to move again and you will never get to your destination. You are, many of us, we are polluting our souls. The assignment God has given, you see, that is the most important thing we need to learn because the devil, eh, when the devil wants to destroy a car, he will tell the owner that, oh, don't worry. The fakir is in gum. So you go to them and say, oh, you, can't, you have to change the oil. The oil is dirty. You have to change it. This is, oh, okay. Someone will come and say, oh, don't worry. If you, if you put fried oil in it, it will work. Oh. 
Then instead of you to buy the engine or you go and buy fry it all, because it is cheap. You put it in the engine, ground. The engine is breaking. You will never get to your destination. Hmm. People of God, I want to show you a secret. Witches will always be there. If you kill some, some will be initiated. <laughs> Witches, they will always be there. You kill some today, some will be initiated. In fact, those that are being initiated are more than those that are getting that, that are dying or getting out. So you will stop a witch from attacking your business today. After 15, after 15 days, they are attacking the same business you stopped them yesterday. Ah! What is the problem? What is the problem? The same health condition that you stopped them from attacking, that you were free. After three months, the condition came again. What is the problem? Are you listening to me? If you're able to listen to this for me, it will help you. Until I'll be very glad. My brother, my sister. One thing I want to put at the back of your mind is that some problems will always be there. They will never move away. Some problems, they will always be there. What you have to understand is that not all problems need solutions to solve them. Not all problems need solution to solve them. Some problems actually need your maturity to outgrow them. You have to go beyond the problem and leave it behind. It can never attack you because you have grown beyond it. But if you are always trying to attack the problem, you will, you will be stuck at one place because the thing is designed not to change. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You won't understand. That is why you, no matter how strong you are spiritually, you can never kill all your enemies. Because there are some enemies, they were made not for you to kill them. They were made for God to set a table before you in front of them. Have you read what David said? You set a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Some enemies must be there. They must be alive. Those enemies, we don't waste our time to kill them. We grow spiritually and leave them behind. I'm telling you, we grow and leave them behind. Now, some of you, you got married, your friend was angry, she was jealous. She started saying evil things about you. You can't kill that, your friend. She's a friend. It's just jealousy that is causing her to, do, to say those kind of things. Leave her alone. 
Just grow beyond it.、Hmm? Grow beyond those kind of things. You bought a car, your friend is not having the car, and he started seeing some things. This and this and this and this. Outgrow. Grow beyond those kind of things. That is why, as a believer, your focus to grow more in God should be much more than the way you pray against the enemy. Having to some men of God that witches cannot get close to them. That some men of God, witches can't even get close to them. And some of these witches are from their family. There are some people who are men of God. Their aunties are witches. They did not kill them. <laughs> But the auntie cannot do anything with her witchcraft to that man. Because where he is, you, if you try, you are the one that will die by yourself. You see the whole thing? So there are times we deal with the enemy at certain points, and there are moments we focus on God to know more of God, to grow. Let me explain something. Somebody is on a high, on, a, on, on top of a tall tree, and the person has thrown a rope from the tree to the floor that you. On the floor, should actually hold the rope and climb up. Now, on the floor, we have a lot of animals. Some of them are trying to hold your trousers to pull you down. Some of them are biting your legs. They are doing everything to stop you from climbing. Some of them are even around the rope. And if you hold it, they will bite you. But the one that is on top that threw the rope said, Come, come, come. So you see, there are some you need to push them to the floor with your leg. There are some you need to allow them to bite and keep your focus on the one that is on top of the tree who is calling you. Can you all hear me, please? Good. That is how life is. We are journeying towards God. Definitely, there will be hindrances. Things will try to pull us backwards. But the Lord. On our side will cause us to be victorious. We will surely get there. We will surely get there. I pray that the Lord will open your eyes. So, when your soul becomes strong in the Lord, a lot of attacks of the enemy cannot come against you. And how do you make your soul strong? You do that by feeding on the word of God. I know some of you don't feed on God's word, though. You are looking for a, a verse of scripture that can meet your problem. 
You see that thing? And God is going to bless you with beautiful marriages and children. Then you take that verse for the day. Then you post it on your WhatsApp status. You see something smart about it. When you serve God, He will never put you to shame. That is the God we serve. And you think, <laughs> very, very, very funny. I'm telling you, very funny. In the times of old, people sat close, they, they opened their Bible and sat down, and they only got up after three days. Yeah, yeah. No water, no. They didn't even know that they have no eating. They forgot. They just opened the script. They were just flipping through, opening here, doing this. Their, their love for God alone. I'm telling you. The love for God alone drives them to, you see, but some of us here, cha, 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 the Bible cry, we don't have, we only have the one that is on our phones. And that one, when we remember that, hey, the whole day I've not opened the Bible, then we feel so guilty. We just go and open Habakkuk. <laughs> then Habakkuk will say that, this and this and this and this and that then, Charlie. They come and post it. Those viewing your sister say, Wow, Charlie, this, this lady dear, wow, she loves God. <laughs> she doesn't know anything. Hey. That is why if you are always looking at the status of people to think they are spiritual, you, you will be deceived. Spiritual people don't share most of these things. Hmm. Because where their focus actually is, may the Lord help all of us and make us strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. So one of the ways to get your spirit, your soul strong to fight again, let me tell you, anytime the enemy wants to attack the man, you will first look at the state of your soul. Very, very important. You need to understand this. He will first measure the state of your soul. And once he measures the state of your soul, he knows the kind of temptation, the kind of attack he's going to bring to you. So there are many of us, we are good in everything. But when it comes to women, we can't stand women. So the enemy will, when he looks into your soul, he will realize that, you are, getting, you are getting strong when it comes to this, when it comes to as for women. You are, you are so soft when it comes to women than anything. That is where they will launch the attack. I'm telling you. Now some of us too, we are, you know, when, when the enemy looks into our soul, it looks like on every side, we are becoming strong, but when it comes to money, we can do anything just for money. So he will launch the attack against them. Listen to me, child of God. And I told you, when it comes to the matters of the soul, we have the do's and don'ts of the soul. There is what your soul must engage in, in order to cause your destiny to be fulfilled, and what your soul must never engage in. 
Because there are certain things, the moment you begin to do them, you become vulnerable to the enemy. Everybody has a don't. And your soul is like the gateway to your destiny. Once you begin to do those things, you open your destiny for any intruder to enter and just destroy things. That is why there are some of you, no, about 200 prophets have prophesied to you and almost all of them told you be careful of women. Can't you see that there is something God is trying to save you from? It's not that women are bad. Women are not bad. Your mother Christ is a woman. But when the enemy is trying to destroy your destiny, he will use a woman. So be careful. There are some of you, money, money, can go and try to Some of you, as I'm talking to you, one ex-bet, my bet, Dr. Bet, all sort of betting things on your phone. So when you are in church, now he kakra, one he Bible, one he kakra, one he she she she. There are some of you right here. If I ask you, when you get fifty thousand dollars, what are you going to use them to do? You will not be able to say anything. I'm telling you. Wait, much that boot. Oh, me, I'll buy land and build a church. You, you, you know that you are lying. It is not from your heart. It just came out of your tongue. You see, you that kind of person, that money will not locate you. I've been saying this and I'll continue to say it. If you want, let me tell you, let me tell you. There are certain things in life, eh? They gravitate towards you based on your level of growth in destiny. Mm, some things. Even though it is not automatic, but there are some of them, when there is no enemy standing against it, they will come to you as you grow. When you hit a point and it does not come, you can look into it and see that there is an enemy fighting against it. You work it out and receive it onto your own self. And if there is no enemy, once you get to the level, it will come to you. So that some of you, some money you are, you are praying to God for will never come. Because some of them will look at you, you have not grown to that level. The state of your mind alone is a distraction to the wealth that must come. You need to grow to a certain point where your mind can hold. That's why you can see a very small boy. But the kind of plans in the guy's mind, when we align it to the will of God, so on point. And that child is just waiting to God for more, waiting to God for money. Ah, money will come. Money will come. Listen to me, child of God. Grow spiritually. Grow. Pray. Pray hard. Pray hard. Tell God. 
Father, fill me with your love. Fill me with your word. These are some of the prayers you need to pray when you are alone. That God will cause you to know him. Not that your marriage will be released. That is another prayer. That is why, if your heart is not close to God, everything that God will give you can take you away from God. I'm telling you, even though God gave it to you, it can take you out away from God. That is the reason why. When Satan wanted to attack Job's life, God told Satan, don't touch his heart. Because that is the, that is the area that is close to me. So long as that heart is with me, you can take away everything from Job. He will still be with me. If you like, let's, let's, young Corbett. And it happened. Satan did everything. But so long as the heart of Job was with God, Job never disconnected himself from God. But there are people, they are praying to God for money. Their hearts are not with God. God will give them the money today. They will go and sponsor their son. God gives them the money today. They will go and sponsor big brother Niger. God gives them the money today. They will go and sponsor date rush. 200,000 Ghana cities. Whilst the kingdom of God, the church of God, is lying down, Going through death. May the Lord show us mercy and give us grace in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Let me take some few questions before we close. Some few questions. God willing, tomorrow we are going to pray. This night we are going to meet on priesthood time to fire prayer. So make sure you don't miss it. Any question? Any question? Somebody said that's a believer. Have to do makeup. There is no problem with makeup. Mm, there is no problem with makeup. If you want to make up, you can make up. Don't be worried. Okay, Aloysius said, "Please, Papa, what will you do to know the gift of God in you? You don't need to do anything. Just pray. Pray to God to let you know." Just pray to, God will just make you sensitive to know certain things. Somebody said, Daddy, I want to know the difference between soul and spirit. This is a whole message on its own. It's a whole message on its own. If I want to explain it, But let me just explain things shortly. The Bible said, God formed man of the dust of the ground. That was the body of man. And he breathed into the man, into the nostrils of the man, 
the breath of life, that is the spirit. And the moment the breath entered into the body that was formed, the man became a living soul. That means that the life of man is a, is a soul life. Are you, are you with me? Good. So you are a living soul. You are a living soul. So you that you are living, it is actually a soul that is living. So everything you do is actually in the account of your soul. Everything you do in this world. Don't be, you see, many people say this man is a spirit, he has a soul and he lives in a body. Man is a spirit, he has a soul and he And they have confused a lot of people with that. I'm not saying it is not true. It is true, but not entirely true. When we say man has a soul, what does he mean? That he has a soul. Because that statement has confused many people. Man is a spirit. So people are walking about thinking they are spirits. And when they think they are spirits, they think that, you know, this, uh, this um, definition of man brought a lot of troubles in the church. And that is what entered into the Catholic church and they saw sex to be an evil thing. So, Roman Catholic fathers did not want to get close to women. They saw a lot of things to be evil. And the only thing, they, they saw your body very different from your spirit. So even if you do something wrong, it is the body that did it, not your spirit. So when you die, God will save your spirit and the body will go back to the earth. And it brought a lot of destruction into the church. Some people were engaging in alcoholism, plenty things. Because they said the body is very different from the spirit. I want you to know. Your body. Okay, let's say this. Somebody is dead. And the dead body is lying on a bed. Hmm? The person is dead. And his dead body is lying on a bed. And God said, no, I want to bring this person back to life. And if I bring the person back to life, he has a life ahead of him to live. So the spirit of God, which is the spirit of life, will enter into the dead body. And when that dead body comes back to life, the life he is now going to live is going to be in the account of the soul. It is actually a living soul life. I wish you can all understand what I'm saying in its simplest form. So that we all can understand. Okay, you are writing an examination and you fainted. And you died. And God said, no, that examination is very needful. Let me bring the person back to life so that he, he can write the exams. So the reason why God is raising you is for you to write the exam. That exam actually is the reason behind God bringing you back to life. So if God brings you back to life and you don't do that exam, God has wasted his life on you. 
So that exam you are coming to do for which God is bringing you back to life is your assignment. That is how living soul actually is. The reason why God is putting his breath into your body for you to be alive is that you live the life of a soul. That is why the moment the breath of life enters into the body, you become a living soul. That living soul is the assignment because it is inside your soul that your assignment is. Are you getting it? Now, for you to, if I want to say this one, it will go much into science and it will confuse a lot of people. But looking at man from the perspective of God, man is not separated. <laughs> uh-huh, that is where the confusion will, will come. When you are looking at man from God's perspective, man is not really separated. Have you ever seen a millipede? No, let me say a worm. An earthworm. There were some earthworms from the head side nano who drew medona se medona ya kesie kakra na o kon o tra the middle side na kesie kakra na the other part no a very tiny i don't know if somebody has seen what i'm talking about are you all getting what i'm saying I wish I could I could get something to really explain this for you to understand. Okay, have you seen what some of the you have seen um these people, um those that work at the bakery. Mm -hmm. You see, sometimes when they are trying, they have a certain wooden thing that they use to almost the fat um at the a flour so. Has almost saw the two ends now. Middle side, no soccer crown, no more. They are far flat, no so. No more. They are more really fast. So I don't know if somebody has seen that. Yeah, good. Let me just use this to explain how that is how man is like. So the two sides where the two hands are holding are actually the spirit and the body. The middle side becomes the soul. Have you seen that? It is just one whole thing. It is not it is not separated. Good. So the reason why the middle side is big is because a honor ya de fa a de roly fa and flaneso. So the main assignment of that particular thing is a it will be a rolling pin a de rolly and fa de so. That is why the middle side becomes big. Is somebody with me here? Good. So man is like that. There are two dimensions. That one dimension can be held by the hand of God. Another dimension can be held by the hand of the physical. Then the soul becomes the middle dimension. So the middle dimension is the part that rules over the thing. That is the purpose of that instrument. So your purpose is in your soul. So when the baker is actually rolling the thing over the flower, it means that the human soul is fulfilling the assignment.
But you see this tool, it is not separated. And we use two hands to, to make sure that the middle part works. I'm just trying to make it simple. That is how man is like. We are not separated really from the dimension of God. No, 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 no. So from the dimension of God is the spirit. And as the, the assignment is to be fulfilled on the physical plane of the earth. But the spirit is not physical. The soul is not physical in its original dimension. It is the body that is physical. So what God has to do right now is to, because if we look at the frequency of a man's spirit and the frequency of a man's body, there's a very big gap. If you bring the spirit straight to the body, the body will melt and disappear. It is like the sun scorching so you see now what what happens? Sometimes all the hair around your hand crack and burn. You get it? Yes. The reason why sometimes when you are trying to you know take out food from the fire, the reason why sometimes you use a rag is because you don't want the heat. To touch your hand. So the rag is actually going to be the intermediary. So from the spirit dimension, the spirit cannot come straight to the body. So the soul is a reduced frequency dimension of the spirit. I wish you can understand what I'm saying. I want to take my bath. I have hot water. The water has a degree of 100 degrees Celsius. And I want to take my bath. But 100 degrees Celsius there. So I need to get a certain temperature of water that I can use to bath you know, in a perfect way. So what I'm now going to do is that I'm going to get cold water and pour it into the hot water. Then I'm going to get warm. So we have three dimensions. We have hot, warm, and cold. Hot is the spirit. Cold is the body. Warm is the soul. The soul is actually a combination of parts of the spirit and part of the soul, of, of the body. I don't know if you're all getting what I'm saying. If you don't understand it from the way I'm, I'm saying it, you won't understand it again. No? Because I'm trying to use physical things to explain what a soul actually is. Are, are you getting it? Maybe one of these days I'll take, we'll start school of ministry very soon. God willing, next month, school of ministry. It is different from school of the prophets. And that one, everybody called into ministry, you will join. We are going to start from, we will go into theology. That one, I'm believing God. I'm believing God that 
Um, it's going to be like one year or two years straightforward education. We are going to write exams and then we are going to get certificates at the end of everything. So please get ready. That one, I'm believing God. We are going to write exams. I will teach extensively. You, you, the things I'm going to teach, you will never get it from any. <laughs> you will never get it from any Bible school. I'm telling you. So get ready. So for my exams, my, my exams, seriously, can give one question. Two years, they won't get answer. But then I completed UCC, so that spirit is in me. <laughs> I remember I gave some people, um, I gave the school of the prophets an assignment. <laughs> and the moment they post, they, they send the answer to me, I just know where the site it is coming from. This one is from Wikipedia. This one is from this. This one is from this. <laughs> If you are looking for an answer, you are going to Wiki, Wikipedia. Wikipedia that anybody can type something there. <laughs> and the, you see, very funny. So please get a school of ministry there. Um, the, we are going to be plenty people. Yeah. That one I'm going to open up for anybody in ministry. And I'm not restricting the ministry actually to the fivefold. Every ministry in the church. There's going to be a time for ushers. There's going to be time for, um, you know, ministries. I'm going to teach biblically and spiritually what they all have to do and what they do in the church of God and in the kingdom of God. Amazing. I'm going to give certificates to ushers, certificates to ministrels, and those of you who are in Ghana will organize a time for um, graduation, will pray and impart you. I'm telling you, go, you oh, every gift you are believing God for, teaching gift, prophetic gift, everything, the Lord will make it available. Sure. And I think pastors' wives too. You are going to have your course over there. You will join. If you are married to a pastor or you are almost about getting married to a pastor, you can also, not the one that is running after a pastor to marry him. <laughs> because there's somebody told that you marry a man of God. So, we know that they want to be from ever will be come up and watch in the quack of it. So please, yeah, if your husband is in ministry, you, you join everybody, everybody. I'm just going to separate all of you into your various classes. You can be a pastor's wife or a prophet's wife and still have a prophetic grace or the call of God upon you as a prophetess. You can join. You get it. Oh, it's going to be an amazing. Yes, Kingdom Financiers too will have their ministerial platform. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I'm telling you. 
The Lord will help us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Alright, let me take one or two questions before we, we close. Someone said, Papa, how please, how do you know the exact calling on your life? Alright, that's a very, very good question. You know, one of the things many people do. Okay, let me just say before I say the wrong things people do. When you want to know the exact calling God called you with, go to God in prayer. And sometimes the way we go to God in prayer is a sign that we will not know. Because it looks like we are not serious. Somebody wants to know what God has to say or the kind of calling that God has given to him or her. And the person entered into a moment of fasting and prayer. One of the things that God will never hide from a man is his calling in death. God will never hide it. He will never hide it. Even if he doesn't reveal it to you, he will speak to somebody to tell you. Yes. So that many of you, people dreamt and they told you what they saw. That actually is the is your is your calling, but you did not even take it serious. You were there, somebody just called, ah, I saw I saw you in a dream last night. You were standing like on a big platform. You were ministering and people were getting healed. And it looks like it was a certain big crusade. You were evangelizing people, were, you were winning souls for people. That one is an evangelistic calling on you right there. Take time to pray about it. Get convicted in your heart by God. And listen to me carefully. Sometimes people you don't like, they are the people God will speak through to you. So you see, many of us, our problem is this. We are waiting for God to open our eyes to tell us that, my son, my son. I am God. I called you. Then normally the echo be a boy tree. I called you, 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 you to become come, 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 come. a prophet. Fet, 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 fet. <laughs> that is our problem. And when we don't hear things like that, we think God has not spoken. No, 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 no. Some of you, as I'm talking, you know you're calling, but you think it, it is not that one. Because you want, you definitely want the prophet to say it. So you see, so long as the prophet has not said it, dear, it is not it. That is the reason why many of us have not worked in our destinies. Yes, God can show it to you in a dream. And you see, let me, let me explain something to you. A man's destiny is not only about his calling. Because I've explained this. That God calls you for a reason. 
God, he calls you for a reason. When God calls a man, he will now speak to the man and give the man a message. The moment God gives you a message, he will give you the mandate attached to the message. And then he will give you a mantle that is supposed to empower your mandate and your message. Then later he will send you. So knowing your calling is just the beginning of this whole journey. And I told you, we studied about the seven mountains of influence. There are seven main places in this world that when God calls every believer, he will put that believer there. Seven main places. Definitely every believer has one of these places that God has called him or her to be. Not all believers, not all Christians will be men of God or women of God. It won't happen. Not all of us will be that. But we are all called to preach the gospel. Preaching the gospel does not necessarily mean you will be a pastor or an apostle or evangelist, a, a teacher or a prophet. No. So if you, are, you have grown till now and you still don't know where God has called you to be, there are certain keys you would need to know. The first thing I'm going to tell you is that take time, fast and pray to God about it. Because it is very important. If you don't know this, it will be, life will become very difficult. Because you go here, you don't even know the kind of decision to take. When I got to know that I was called by God to be a prophet. I did not have any second thought about anything. He said that the place is questionnaire, a right way of identifying one's calling because that thing seemed weird a little bit. I stand to be corrected. Questionnaire as in You know, there are people, they just told you, ah, the call of God is on your life. I said that statement, okay, mostly we say that for people who are called into ministry. But even that one, Kran, it, that is not the end. When they say, ah, the call of God is on your life to be in ministry, you are the one who is supposed to go to God and pray for God to show you where or which dimension he has called you to be. You don't just choose one. Okay, I'll be a prophet. I'll choose. No, 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 no. That's why many of us get confused. Let God speak to you. Build up your relationship with the Holy Ghost to an extent that he can speak to you specifically about matters. Because sometimes one prophet will tell you you'll be a prophet. Another will tell you you'll be a, a teacher. Another will tell you you'll be an apostle. Then you are confused. Oh, that is not the best thing, my son, Prince. That is not the best thing. But these days, it is not the best, but it's also, they just use one of those keys to actually detect. But it's not 100%. God bless you, people of God. Our time is up. We are going to meet this night for um, priesthood time. We are going to pray.
the Lord bless you and keep you strong. What? Ah, I see. Right. The Lord bless you and keep you strong. We shall meet this night for priesthood time. God bless you. Shalom. Bye bye.